Welcome to the Block and Roll podcast with Kiran Manava and Pierre Cooper. In this fourth episode, we are going to be talking with David Oman, CEO of Veracity, about the blockchain-based video sharing platform that's set to launch. David gives interesting insights into the current state of online video and how Veracity wants to change the market to bring transparency and fairness to the industry. He also describes their proprietary proof of view technology, which authenticates true views. Shall we begin the show? Yes. Let's roll. What news do we have for this week? Yeah, so I think there's actually been a bumper week of news happening around the blockchain. I'm really excited, actually. I mean, we've had the biz report that slammed cryptos, said basically that it was going to cause an environmental disaster um, and that there's severe limitations. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? I, I sent this to you. Did you read it? And what did you think about it? Yeah, so when I read about the first point, which is being environmental disaster, right, I, I just found it a bit ludicrous because, um, yeah, I just found it a bit ludicrous uh, when, they, when, this, when they talked about environmental disaster. There are so many environmental issues at the moment around the mm. world. And um, most of the electricity being used is by Bitcoin. And presumably, right, this stuff is, you know, the Bitcoin mining is mostly happening in countries like Iceland or mm-hmm. you know, in well, China, it, where electricity is probably much cheaper. But it also, also, in places like Iceland, the reason they're there is because it's, it's, it's thermal, isn't it? Using a, and in places like Canada, they're using like, obviously water to, to power it. So the, um, I think it could be you know, quite not just cheap, but also environmentally not, not negative as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just found that particular point to be uh, a bit funny, you know. There's, there's also, I thought it was interesting that obviously if you if you look at it from the point of view of, yeah, Bitcoin is, as you said, it's, it's, it is an example where they picked out that it is obviously quite intensive. But then there's lots of um, solutions around at the moment that we have that, that aren't as intensive, like, you know, the, the fact that we talk about how you could use sharding for Ethereum or you could be using the lightning um, solution uh, for Bitcoin. So, I mean, there's there's I think there's already potentially a solution out there now that might negate the points that biz say really so yeah overall right i think we mentioned this point in one of the episodes right uh, there are problems in practice yeah right it's you know i think the whole technology is just proving in principle it could work mm-hmm. but in practice there are there are problems and i'm sure people will come up with so with some solution yeah no definitely and i think my second piece of news this week was the uh a security researcher in israel uh called omar zohar he's uh produced this paper which was really interesting is about this possibility of using a blockchain to create like a bot army so the idea is that if you're uh, if you want to cause like a dds attack or any of these kind of things you could use the dapps on ethereum as a way to to create these uh, bots and they would be untraceable and it could potentially just keep going the only limitation he said on it was that obviously there's a gas price and there's a cost to this so it's maybe slightly more expensive than normal but if you wanted to do this it'd be a good way of yes. anonymously doing it Okay, so what you're saying is he's trying to create little utilities that can be used on blockchain. Yeah, little computers. As a form of security. Yeah, right? no, uh, uh, no, to attack. To attack. Yeah, bots. So he was saying how you could, if you were, if you were an, um, a nefarious actor, um, 
blockchain would give you an anonymous way to do this because at the moment you have to you can do this but you have to either take over lots of other people's computers to do this or you can you can you know you can do it by other ways of trying to cover your tracks but at the end of the day it's it's possible to discover potentially how or who was doing it whereas using blockchain he's saying potentially using these d apps you could create a bot army and it would be very difficult to find out who was doing this or who had done this so why is he creating bot army no he's a security researcher all right okay. he's a security researcher he's trying so to get he... ahead he's ahead trying to get ahead of this is we should be thankful for these guys man seriously they're going out there thinking about what might go wrong yeah so he's gone out and this is like so in israel they have like a there was like basically a talk going on this week and he was doing it and it was called something like um i think it's called unblockable chains or something yeah well it's it sounds like you know he's creating a bot army to break the chain no to blockchain. break not no, the, the, not to break blockchain but to break other computers do you remember there was the um do you, know, do you remember like there was that attack on those iot devices not long ago yeah, they, yeah all course, those yeah. like 4g cameras and those really yeah, unsecured yeah, yeah. devices is this what he's talking about is a similar type of thing to that you know you could do something like that but you'd be able to do it for launching it from the blockchain so these these things would be um always just completely you know capable of running on their own using the d apps and they would be able to attack and it'd be very difficult for anyone to discover who had done this and then you yeah. could obviously try to extract money as well um yeah. so that was my that was my second uh, really interesting piece of news i thought and then just to kind of round it off on on this on the kind of light news was the couple of hacks that happened i, I guess everybody saw the south korean exchange coinrail that was hacked for 40 million btg which was uh, uh, had a double spend attack where you tried to take over 51% of the chain um that happened they uh, 18 million i think they uh, was potentially lost what does btg stands for it's bitcoin gold basically the last one i want to talk about is two interesting launches the first one is axel uh, who are going to be bringing some blockchain technology to their already pre-existing content sharing solution this will enable people to use tokens to be able to buy things and then the other one is subatai uh, who are offering a new crypto mining router um both these things we'll be posting on our website obviously along with this rest of this news yeah okay sounds good okay, yeah let's get on with the show so i'd like to welcome david orman from veracity onto the blockandroll.com podcast welcome david can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself sure hello and uh, thank you very much for having me today i'm delighted to join you so i am currently working with uh, veracity um who are a new next generation uh, a project I got involved in, having spent many years looking at the video space. Uh, I've worked a lot in media and sport in some pretty uh, crazy positions uh, over the last uh, 20 years. But I'd worked with a couple of uh, video projects previously, including with the Skype guys at Juiced, which was um, a phenomenal project back in 2006 and 2007 until it didn't quite get to where it should have gone. And um, since that time, I have been looking at the video market and how online video can be distributed and monetized and engaged with audiences and uh, in conversations with a few people uh, about six months ago. Uh, I looked into the space and blockchain and cryptocurrency and what it can do and uh, we're pulling that all together in, in a Veracity platform. Okay, David, congratulations on the ICO sale. Looks like you reached the soft cap pretty quickly. Can you share your experience of the process? Yeah, it's been, I mean, it, it is amazing to go through from, um, you know, it's the first time, obviously, that, that, I, that I've been through this process. And um, uh, I've been involved in so many startups. And when you look at 
uh, a startup kind of getting together and going out to raise funding. I think there are like six component parts of, of those types of businesses that you need to get right before you're going to get funding uh, within this space. Can you explain the six points in more detail? We kind of frame it into a products, uh, distribution, marketing, monetization, and data as five kind of core struts of the business and that wraps itself up into a business plan which is the basically the definition of your strategy which includes all the financial forecasting and data and collection and that's kind of a due diligence level of um, a way of looking at a business and it, it compartmentalizes what people are doing um, then you get into this blockchain cryptocurrency space and you start to realize how much extra work there is to get done to be ready for this because it's it's not an IPO as such, um, you call it an ICO, an ITO, technically what we're doing is a, is a token sale. But you have the regulatory aspects, you have um, setting up a foundation, an operating company, the banking structures, um, teams are you know, spread out all across the world, uh, and it adds on a level of, um, of diligence and preparation that is um, fascinating to learn as, as you go through that process. So you think it's more difficult? to do then an IPO? I, I'm not necessarily an IPO, but I think from a startup perspective, when you're, you're launching a business into the marketplace uh, and you're getting ready to raise funding and the mechanic of raising funding, even if you do crowdfunding, you know, crowdfunding is a way to get a community of um, retail or accredited investors to kind of back your project. Um, this is similar in terms of the way that it's crowdfunding. It's still talking to private and to, to a more open market, but um, you're setting up a business which are, with a far more complex framework and building a um, building technologies that the blockchain is part of your technology development anyway, but the cryptocurrency element of it, and the wallets and the use of that is, is fascinating to kind of prepare. So did you have a mentor or someone who could help you through this process? Honestly, it was one of the co-founders, Chris, who, um, who I'd worked with previously back when I was working at Eurosport. He worked for me many years ago and then he built an ad tech business and sold that ad tech business and I helped him through that process, both as a kind of a non-exec, but also uh, my consultancy helped him on that. And he got into the crypto space probably 12, 18 months ago. Um, and, um, you know, he really started to understand the mechanics of crypto and looked at the blockchain and with the team he was working with on, on the video space, they formalized this idea that, that there's now veracity and it's, it's about taking, you know, I think a lot of ICOs out there, if you want to call them ICOs, ITOs, whatever you want to call them, there are, a lot of them, you know, that there is worry about the number of scams there are in the market, but more so if you talk to investors, it's, it's white papers with ideas as opposed to proper businesses and everything that I've learned as an investor over the last decade investing in startups and um, you need to have a core business framework right you need to be saying look we have a, a working ready product of veracity we have a video player that can scale that is in partnership with Akamai one of the, the leading providers running two-thirds of the world's internet or, or more um, we have a product that can work it is operation operational um, so we are ready to go. Mm, no, no, I, I completely agree. And I've heard so many people say a similar type of thing, that they're fed up of seeing white papers and that they want people to put forward proper business plans. In fact, I was just at the Blockchain Expo and I heard a number of investors say that they didn't want to see another white papers. All they wanted to see was a proper business plan. And there's a sense that this industry is unique in the way that people are able to access funding, that they don't actually build a business and a viable 
product before they go for money. And I think that's partly because, you know, I always said when I was investing, there are two types of businesses you should be investing in. One of those, and especially in the blockchain space, you can see it. They are developing something that nobody's thought of before that has an application, of, you know, especially the platforms where people can build their businesses upon those platforms. And they're very exciting in, the, in, the, in this space. And you have others that are utilizing the blockchain to enable or to improve the operations of other businesses and other platform plays out there. And I think, you know, when I'm looking at all these other white papers and other things, and I'm not sure sometimes where these, some of these businesses fit. Can you describe a bit more about your product? So at the core of it, it is a video player infrastructure uh, technology business. So we, we have what we call the Veracity Decentralized Application Frameworks. Bit of a mouthful, but we call it VDAF. And that is a series of protocols and APIs that power um, what will be our platform as soon as we launch it at veracity.tv. And that looks and feels like an online video platform, um, like the other online video social platforms out there. But what we're doing is we're using the blockchain for two core things. The first is to inherently kick out and eradicate a lot of the uh, issues that are faced on other online video platforms today, so the fake views, the ad fraud, the, the bot traffic, all of that is, um, you know, uh, impinging on um, uh, true views, true accountability of those platforms. And what we can do with this uh, patent pending proof of view, as we call it, is we can start to provide the market with true accountability, true views, and account for every single view, store it on the blockchain in a decentralized manner, uh, in a complete, completely transparent and immutable way. Well, that's the first aspect. That sounds good. But how does this benefit the content creators, viewers, and advertisers? So if you start with the, the first core component being the accountability using our proof of view, the second component is the cryptocurrency, the Vera currency that, that we're launching. What that means is, is you're using a cryptocurrency to change the ecosystem and the way that the money flows through these online video platforms. You give the content owner a choice as to how they monetize their content. So rather than it be ad-funded or just a subscription model that you find on other platforms, what we're saying is upload your content, then you decide if it's going to be a donation, a pay-per-view, or a subscription. And you can start to monetize your content in the way that's most effective for you. Now, the viewer will come into the platform. They will log in with their wallet, and they'll be able to pay the content owner directly. Now... Other platforms will charge something like 45% fees, typically from advertisers, which means the content owners aren't making enough money, which is obviously you know, headline news in, in, in the media today. What we're saying is we'll take more transaction fee, that payment will be immediate, and we'll only take a small, tra uh, small commission off of that transaction. Each, each transaction that happens, we can take a small commission off. But basically, the content owner will make more money. And rather than wait 60 to 90 days that they have to wait for payments to come through, they'll make that money immediately. Well, the viewer sits in the middle. They get to choose you know, what content to watch. The, the proof of view will enable them to find and discover more relevant content that they want to watch more readily because the system isn't being gained by algorithms that are being influenced by bots and, and fake traffic. So they'll start to be able to find content that's actually more relevant for them, better recommendations for them. They'll also be able to sit there. I was going to say, they're also just going to sit there and say, no, do I want to watch an advert? And if I want to watch an advert, I should get directly rewarded for it. 
So the advertiser can pay the viewer. So the cryptocurrency there will transfer from the, the advertiser into the viewer's wallet. The viewer can then use that Vera currency to pay the content owner. So we're changing the way that the ecosystem works. The advertiser also gets the benefit of no fake views. So the, uh, the actual ROI on the media investment goes up um, exponentially. So how do you think you'll get that so-called snowball effect and get the platform to take off? So I, I've been asked this question a lot, and it's something that I am just uh, not concerned about. I'm actually, you know, the, the response we have had, the number of calls we've had from people from, so influencers directly, uh, the agents that represent them, saying we're not making any money on YouTube, can we please upload our content onto your platform now? Um, we only need to take a small proportion of the traffic away from other platforms and we can create a very sustainable economy for ourselves. So that you know, gives us a lot of comfort. But we can start with the crypto community and all the views that they get on YouTube. Now, Google have said that they're not going to allow advertising for ICOs, as have Facebook. So why promote yourself on a platform that's not um, you know, friendly to your marketplace? Come onto our platform and you know, build a community of crypto enthusiasts. I think that's one of the first things that we might do just purely because of the, the feedback we've had in the marketplace and to start this process actually rather than use, so you do a lot of um, distribution of your um, token sale information across ICO rating sites and we were asked to provide a promotional video and they would upload it onto YouTube and put it into their sites and we're like, well, our video player is ready to work. We've got, unlike you know, the other ICOs, we, we've actually got a proper working product here. So here's our video player. Can you upload it into those sites? It's a great validation for us. And we can embed our video player. And we can also use the, the prototype crypto wallet that we've got to start doing airdrops and, and bring people into veracity from those other platforms. And it's a, again, a great validation point, as I said, um, but a real opportunity for us to prove that we can put our video player anywhere and that it's fully working, fully operable. Now, once we build um, the platform and we start to bring in a number of influencers that want to put their content on our platform already, where the business goes gets, gets super exciting. And I think if you look at veracity.tv as a pilot platform, and we will have um, the technology infrastructure we, we developed so there are individual components that could be licensed out. Now, somebody may not want our video player, but they might want our analytics tools and use the proof of view technology. Uh, they may just want to take our wallet and uh, allow people to pay directly through the, the wallet that we've developed. Um, all of these things are uh, in our mind. They are conceptual at this point, but I think if we can build a community of developers, open source technology, blockchain technology, community um, that can come together and enhance what is a problem in the market currently today uh, and bring innovation in from both inside the company and outside the company, I think, um, I think we will be far ahead of the competition because of really how far we've developed. Um, mm. So can you explain to me a bit about the tokens on your platform? And can you see any resistance to people using those tokens? If you buy into a cryptocurrency, and firstly, it is the utilization of that currency, of course. So we have a proper use case. So if you have that money inside your wallet, you can pay for content. And um, the value of that currency then goes up in, in the speculation market when you get onto the exchanges. And, and we're already quite far ahead in terms of um, uh, announcements and the exchanges that these will be coming on in, in the coming months. And 
again, that creates liquidity for people who are bought in early at a low price. So for us, our public uh, token sales started at a price of 0.075 cents. Um, now, people have come in at that price, and what we want to do as a business is help content owners on the platform increase the value of their content, and increasing the value of the coin will increase the value of their content, and it will increase the value and the demand on the speculation market, on, on the exchanges. It's all interconnected, but in the most simplest form, I guess what really the answer I guess you're looking for is you take you take a fiat currency, which obviously is um, restricted to you know its jurisdiction. This would be like a local currency, say like pounds or dollars, correct? Exactly. And then you take a digital currency where somebody is paying one bearer coin or ten bearer coins uh, or tokens for, for whatever, wherever you are in the world, you could pay the same price for the same content and that transaction is instantaneous and the money flies um, through the blockchain in a smart contract, completely transparent, and you start to create a flow of money inside of an economy um, where there are no intermediaries, there's no payment gateways taking their transaction fees, uh, just, just us as a platform using the blockchain, uh, enabling people to make more money for their content. And I come back to that point, if you spend $1 on uh, Veracity, we take a small transaction fee that, that $1 paid by an advertiser on a platform like YouTube, YouTube will take 45 cents in that dollar. And that alone will drive interest and growth in the business. And that is, you know, that is a major issue that uh, the content owners, uh, influencers, bloggers uh, are facing on other platforms right now. Can you explain us the current state of video advertising and how your platform could change that. One lady who I met recently had done an audit of um, advertising spend through programmatic platforms and found that um, only 7% of the this high street retailer spend actually had any uh, true media value, i.e. that was a, the 7 cents in a dollar was being delivered in terms of true media accountability. And when you hear things like that, you like, this world has to change. And then you look at the decentralization of information through the blockchain, the transparency of information. Um, what we're trying to do is proof of view. And it's like, it has to be one of the solutions to solving this. And actually, we've actually just signed a partnership with our, our first media agency called Bank. Um, so they are, you know, we're already using them to distribute some of our promotional advertising. Um, and we'll be signing more partnerships with more agencies uh, who are trying to use the blockchain to deliver programmatic advertising. So there's already starting to be this kind of community of people coming together to solve the problems that are, are well known in the industry. So I guess the question that comes to me first of all is, what's to stop people just creating lots of accounts in your platform and uh, using server farms in cheap places to fake views just like they do on other social platforms? This is exactly what we're kicking out. We've got 14 different tests uh, to prove that it's a true view and that it's not a fake view. Uh, and it's everything from tracking um, that people aren't watching on multiple screens or you know, they might set up like six different browser windows on, on one computer and some kind of a server farm somewhere or a, you know, a bot farm somewhere. Um, we also have things like recaptures. There's a bunch of stuff we're doing under the bonnet that proves this, but also the main point is, is that everybody who's logged in 
everybody's using their wallets and they have money in their wallets. So it's unlikely that you're going to have somebody that's going to set up, you know, 50 different wallets and have money in those wallets to try and fake our traffic. And even if they do, we have all these countermeasures to prove that people aren't gaming the system. This is the proof of your technology. That's right. There are some some really clever people within the tech team, and um, they've been working in this space for a long time, both on the ad tech side, but also the video side. You put those people in a room together, you know what the problems are, and I say, as I said, we are we filed a patent in the space um, because we found that it was um, something that was so valuable to us as a business and to the market. Uh, uh, and it is a foundation of, of the project in, in the first instance and other ideas have spun out of, of having that foundation in place. When are you planning to launch your platform for everyone to use? Um, we have a roadmap on our website with um, which kind of outlines all the features. So if you, if you want to go into detail, anybody should have a look at veracity.io. We hope early next year we will have the, the platform ready. We will, we look, we're already there with a the video player. Uh, but also there's a bunch of developments we need to do, um, blockchain developments, our own proprietary technology, as well as using open source technology. The current token sale ends on 11th of July. Do you have any more token sales coming after this? It is. So um, what you do is, uh, within the kind of token economics, is you have a number of tokens that you issue, and you mint and burn those coins as, as you need to. Uh, and I can go into a lot of detail there. So, you know, we have an economics model behind the platform. But what you're doing is you're distributing 50% of your tokens now to um, participants of the token sale. And that will be the starting point for us to get um, our coins into the community, uh, our tokens into, into the hands of people who are participating. Um, and that will be the, um, there are mechanisms in place that we have to ensure that there is a velocity of money, as we call it, around the platform. So again, there's a white, there's an economics paper on our website for anybody who's interested about how that all works. Um, and it's been put together by an external company. So a couple of things that we've done. First, we had an external company help us build the economics model uh, to make sure that we got it right. And second thing that we've done is we've got a compliance certificate from the, per the people who do our onboarding and KYC checking for everybody who, who participates. Um, and we were the first people to get that compliance certificate, which we were very, very proud of at the time. Uh, and I think that's just, again, validation of the, the, um, our approach to this market is to try to get everything right in as a professional way possible. So before we wrap up, what would be your key takeaway for our audience? Uh, I would say um, my, my takeaway for myself personally has been the most fascinating, probably most hardworking experience of my career. Um, it's been absolutely brilliant to get into this space and to understand why blockchain i think you know why it is such a big differentiator what the opportunities of blockchain develop and i've learned not just about what it can do within the video space with veracity but meeting in investors and uh other companies that are doing going through the same process there are so many opportunities that people should really start to read up and understand and if they already understand that your audience i imagine already know about the blockchain and what it can do and once you understand it, it's the application of it. It's just, you know, have a real use case for it. Understand how it really is going to affect an industry, a sector, um, what you do day to day. And uh, I think, you know, personally, I always look at things from, from a user perspective. You know, what would I do? What do people I know do? What are um, the communities of people you've, you've seen on other platforms you've worked on before? Why would this make a difference for them? 
the different stakeholders across those platforms. Um, that's what got me so excited about this project is it does make a real difference and I think from um, I know my personal perspective is if we can complete this token sale and start building the business and the number of partnerships and opportunities that we have in the future, I think it's going to be a very exciting time for, for Rasti over the next couple of years. Thank you very much for your time, David. It's been really interesting. I hope you listen to our podcast and good luck with your platform in the future. Thank you so much for having me. Um, enjoyed it. Thank you. So that was a really interesting interview by David, I thought. Um, what about you, Kieran? Yeah, I think it, um, it it was great. David gave insights into so many different things. He was talking about a startup. He was talking about token mm. among, to, token economics, uh, how how it works, and um, he gave a quite good introduction about veracity. Uh, well, he went a bit more detail as well. So I think it was a very good. Start I think it was a good. Us. It was a good learning uh, for everyone on what they're doing, and it was nice to have him as our first guest. I think so. He was very welcome. He'd be very welcome back again. Um, so, I mean, from my point of view, there were some really interesting things that cropped up in the interview, and I'd just like to pull a pull one of them or two of them up, actually. The first one was just around the um, the proof of view, and I think that what I see with Veracity is it's it's quite a, obviously quite a, uh, it's only a startup and it's new, but I could see in the future that it could be really exciting if we could bring together the idea of blockchain identity with the Veracity platform, so that you could have um, a verification of who that person was, and then then obviously you yeah. know definitely that there was no, no faking. Yeah, and and their blockchain anonymizes that yeah, person. exactly. Right. So that's exactly it. And then you could get the payments and, and the whole um, the nice tokenomics yeah. that come with it they, they've designed. I, I think that that will be a great addition. So you're identifying who the actual person is. So exactly. And then recording that on the blockchain. And, and David, all I want is some sh- small commission on top for my idea. Nothing much, honestly. I'll, just a small commission. Is it? Is it foot? What was? What was Google getting paid? Forty-five percent. I'll take forty-five percent on top. You know, forty-five percent on top. Forty-five percent. Yeah. Of, yeah. Forty-five <laughs> percent. Yeah. Nothing much, man. You know, I'm. I, I'm. I'm prepared to compromise below fifty percent. Somewhere around fifty percent. Okay. Um. I think. I think that's probably uh, a wrap for this week. And I'm really grateful for everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did. We're going to be at the Blockchain Summit next week if anyone's going to be there. So we'd love to meet you. That is on the 26th of June and yep. 27th at London Olympia. Yeah. And um, if you'd like to see more about Veracity, we've got some links on our website. Yeah, we've got some brief introduction there. We've put links to the white paper, the token sale. So please go to the website and have a look. So until next time, keep, keep it block and roll. roll. So do you mean it's more difficult to do than an IPO? So you think it's more difficult to do than an IPO? Do you mean that it's more difficult to do than an IPO?